My mom used to work the night shift at a gas station in the early 90s. This is one of those mom and pop gas stations, so typically there was only about one person working the station at a time. During the night of the story, my mom's schedule had overlapped with one of her co-workers for two hours because there had apparently been an armed robbery in the same area the night before. So the owner was a bit concerned about being the next target of the robbers. After about two hours, my mom's co-worker leaves. About a half hour later, there was a golf girl that comes into the station and buys a pack of cigarettes. The girl is fidgety but polite. My mom tells the girl to have a good night, then begins to clean the hot dog case. As my mom starts cleaning, she notices that the girl doesn't leave the station. The girl then starts walking around for about five minutes, just looking at random items on the shelves. My mom finally stops what she is doing, and she then asks the girl if she needs anything. The girl goes up to the counter and tells my mom that her car ran out of gas just up the street, so she needs to get some gas. The girl doesn't have a gas can, so my mom grabs one of the gas cans from behind the counter and then tells the girl the price of the can. The girl then says that she doesn't have enough money for the can. Mind you, she literally just bought a pack of cigarettes. My mom kind of wears her heart on her sleeve more than she wants to sometimes, so she tells the girl that she'll buy the gas can for her. The girl then smiles and thanks my mom. My mom lets the girl know that she doesn't have enough money to buy gas for herself, let alone for somebody else. The girl seems to accept this and then thanks my mom profusely. Goth girl says she has someone she can call who will stop by the station and give her some gas money. My mom then asks if she has enough change for the payphone and the girl says yes. She thanked my mom yet again for the gas can, then leaves. My mom is really good at reading people, and while the goth girls seem polite, there's something about the whole situation that was really giving my mom bad vibes. My mom looks at the surveillance footage that gives an outside view of the station. Instead of walking to the payphone, which is just left of the front door, the girl starts walking to a van that's parked really close to the station's exit. The girl then walks up to the passenger side of the van, and she starts talking to someone who's inside the van. She points a few times at the station while my mom is secretly praying she's not about to be robbed. The conversation between goth girl and whoever was in the van only lasts about a minute or two, and my mom just watches as the goth girl starts walking right back to the station. The goth girl comes back to the station and she tells my mom that she had got some gas money from her uncle, but that when she tried pumping gas, she had some trouble with the handle of the gas pump. Mind you, the gas pumps of the station are literally your basic no-thrills pumps. The girl then asks my mom if she could come outside and help her. My mom pretends to be calm, but she then starts to panic on the inside. She then tells the girl that she can't leave the station, so she asks the girl to try another pump. The girl says she tried them all, but she just can't figure out how they work. She asks again if my mom would come outside and just show her how one of the station's pumps work. My mom apologizes and she then explains that she's not able to leave the station unattended or she'll be fired. She tells the girl that there's a gas station just a block up the street and that they always have multiple employees on staff so she should be able to get someone to help her over there. 
the girl starts to whine and she starts to let out this really eerie sort of snarl. She then gives the fakest big smile she can muster and tells my mom that she'll only be gone for a minute and that she really needs my mom's help. Now, when she said that she really needed her help, her teeth were clenched and she started stomping up and down like a pouting toddler. Goth girl then starts breathing excitedly like she's a rabid animal or something. At this point, my mom then drops all pretenses of being nice, gives the girl what she calls her cold bitch smile, and then says, So, by the way, I saw you talking with your friends outside, and I already called the cops and gave them your friend's license plate number. They should be here in just a minute. They're so fast in this town. My mom was of course bluffing, and luckily for her, the girl seems to believe her. Goth girl quickly leaves the store, gets inside the van, and right before she can fully shut the side door, the van is then peeling right out of the parking lot. My mom did wind up calling the police later on and then gave a general description of the van and girl. It didn't take too long for the police to find the van. It had apparently been abandoned on the side of the road near a wooded area. The girl and her friends had used hammers and box cutters to destroy the van's interior. The police didn't know what the girl and her friends had planned to do to my mom, but they said whatever it was, it probably wasn't even robbery. My mom wound up turning in her two-week notice shortly after this happened. My mom's advice to anyone listening to this story is to always, always trust your gut instincts. They just might save your life one day. I'm a 24-year-old male, and this happened to me a few years ago when I was around 21. I remember because it was shortly after my birthday in December. It was really cold outside, and there was snow on the ground, as we had just had a snowstorm pass through our area. I lived with my parents at the time, and my mom is not really a fan of driving in the snow, so she asked me if I could drive her to the gas station for her to pick up some cigarettes for her and my dad, as well as a few other items they might have needed. I said sure, as I wasn't really doing anything at the time, and I grabbed my keys, then following her to the car. I remember the cold air hitting your face pretty hard that night, so it had to be at least around the teens, which made the snow and whatever else was on the roads really slippery. This is important to know for later on in the story. The nearest gas station was about 5 minutes away from us, but given the conditions of the roads, it took us about 10 to get there. Once I was able to park the car, my mom got out of the car, then made her way inside the store. From where I was parked, I could see her inside the store, standing in the line that was leading up to the register. I kept the car running as it was really cold, and I just didn't want to be sitting in the car without any heat. I was browsing on my phone while waiting for my mom to get done, and right around that time I had seen her finally approach the register. There was a black truck that pulled up into the parking spot right next to my car. I found this a bit unusual given that the parking lot was empty, so I mean, there was really no reason for them to park right next to the spot where I was. But I kinda just chalked it up to them wanting to be as close to the entrance as they could given how cold it was that night. No one got out of the car at first, but I didn't even notice this until I looked up to see my mom walking out of the entrance back to the car. I glanced over to the truck's passenger side window, and I could just make out a figure sitting in the passenger seat and they were facing in my direction. My mom opened the door then got inside before then asking me what I was looking at. 
I told her about the truck pulling up well over a few minutes ago around the same time that she approached the register, but that nobody had gotten out. She first chalked it up to maybe they were just waiting for someone inside the store to come out. But when I mentioned seeing a figure in the passenger side of the car looking towards our direction, she then began to sense why I was so spooked out by it. She told me to just back out and get out of there and that we didn't need to worry about them once we drove off. As soon as I put the car into reverse and then began to back up, the passenger door swung open and hit the side of my car. A tall, very built man stepped out from the car as soon as the door made contact with my car. I hit the brakes as soon as I felt the contact and the man stood there before throwing his hands up at me and then staring in my direction. I didn't really know what to do as I'd never really been in any sort of accident before and my mom was sitting right there next to me and could see as well as I had that the door had not been opened until we had already started moving. The man slowly walked up to my window and just stood there. I cracked it very slowly and I told the man that I was sorry but that I didn't see the door open as I was backing out. For a brief moment, he didn't really say anything. That is, before he simply asked, Roll down your window a little bit more. I can barely hear you. I knew this couldn't be true as it was really quiet in that area and I wasn't even speaking in a low tone. I told him that I'd prefer to keep it cracked as I really didn't want to let cold air get into the car. This really angered the man and he immediately spoke in a more angered tone now. He was telling me to roll down my window yet again. I again told him no and this is when things then took a turn for the absolute worse. Without any warning whatsoever, the man smacked my window really hard with his hand. Startled, I immediately jumped back and rolled the window up. My mom was right beside me just absolutely yelling for me to just back out and leave but I was really afraid of hitting the man in the process as he was still right next to my car. The man kept smacking my window really hard a few more times before he then tried punching it. It was right at this point where I realized that if I didn't get my mom and I out of there fast, this guy was definitely going to hurt us. I could see the cashier inside the gas station heard what was going on and he looked to be on the phone with what I could only assume was the police. But there was absolutely no way I could wait for them as the man was now both punching at my window and now kicking my door. It was like some switch had been flipped on in this man's head and he had just totally lost it. I told my mom to hold on as I put the car into reverse again and backed out of there as fast as I could, just barely missing the guy by a few inches. I pulled fully out of the parking spot before the man ran out in front of our car and slammed his hands right on the hood. I sat there frozen not knowing what to do as the man looked right back at me. I turned the car wheel then sped around him trying to avoid him the best that I could before booking it the hell out of there. After that, I honestly thought that was the end of it. But as we made our way down the road to a stoplight, I was able to see headlights that was fast approaching from behind our car. And once it was close enough behind us, I could then see that it was the same truck the man was in. There appeared to be two people inside of it. I assumed the man I encountered must have been the passenger, and I guess the driver was someone I hadn't noticed before. I told my mom that it was them behind us, and she started to freak out and call my dad, then letting him know what was going on. We were still probably about 10 minutes away from our house given the road conditions, but I knew that there was no way that I could get us back to our house in that amount of time before these guys tried to ram us off the road, or whatever else they had planned for us. 
My dad told my mom for us to attempt to head back towards our house and that he would try and meet us halfway in his truck. She told me this and I agreed that this had to be our best option, given that I couldn't turn around and head back to the gas station still not knowing if the police had even been called or not. So once the light turned green, I punched on the gas and sped off. I'm going to be completely honest. I really wasn't being that cautious of the road at this point, as there really weren't any other cars at this point of the night. There were a few times where the car slid from the ice on the road, and I knew that it would only take one turn of the wheel to lose control, but I wasn't going to slow down and let these guys catch up to us. After about a few minutes of driving, we were able to see headlights right in front of us on the other side of the road. I was thinking that it had to be my father, and as we got a little closer, we were able to make out his truck beyond the lights. Very surprisingly, the truck was still behind us, still keeping pace with me given the road conditions. I could see my father cut across a midsection of the roads and then stop shortly off the side of the road. I started to slow down right as we approached and then pulled off to the side of the road, the truck still following me. As I came to a stop, the same man from before that was in the passenger seat hopped out of the car then started making his way to our car. The driver opened his door but before he could step out, both of the men stopped dead in their tracks at the sound of my father's voice. I suggest that both of you hop back in that car and drive right on out of here before I put a bullet in the both of you. I could see my dad walking out into the light, radiating from both his and my headlights. He had his 9mm pistol pulled and named right at the man's head as he stood right next to my car. I pretty much just watched as both of the men just stood there for a brief moment as my dad slowly inched his way towards them. The man then very slowly backed away towards his truck before then speaking to what I assumed was my father. You're really lucky you got here when you did. The man laughed and jumped back into his truck before it quickly backed out and drove off in the other direction. My dad walked to my window and he asked me and my mom if we were okay. I remember telling him that other than being scared shitless, I think we were fine. Shortly afterwards, my dad followed us back home just to make sure no one else followed us. I really have no idea what those men's intentions were or why the man acted the way he did. All I know is that if I hadn't reacted how I did to get my mom and I out of there, I just really hate to think what those men would have done to us. For some context, I'm a 22-year-old female and at the time I was 18 years old. I had moved to the nearest city from my hometown about two hours away to go to community college. I was going to get a degree in fine arts. I lived in a relatively really big dorm with three other roommates who were also female. The dorms happened to be located in the back of the college near downtown, situated behind a steakhouse, nightclub, and a gas station. The area was sort of in a seedy part of the city, so I tended to be a little cautious whenever I went, especially at night. One of those nights I had been craving some junk foods and I wanted to grab some snacks to eat while I was watching a movie, so I decided to head out to the nearby gas station. I grabbed my keys, my wallet, and then my phone, then told my roommates where I was going. I was really close by, so I was able to walk to it whenever I wanted to though I would typically avoid it at night since it really sent off some really creepy vibes. When I finally arrived there, I opened the door, then went inside. 
It was pretty quiet, save for one guy who was hanging out near the liquor in the back. The girl at the counter seemed to be scrolling through her phone, seeing as she didn't really have much to do. So I went ahead and started looking at things I wanted to buy. Though, I gotta say, the closer I got to the back, the more that I could hear this sort of muttering. The guy who I had seen entering the store seemed to just be muttering absolute nonsense to himself. It wasn't that quiet, so I wasn't able to make out what he was saying. I didn't really think too much of it, and I just went back to what I was doing. A few minutes had passed, and as I was still shopping, the dude who I had seen in the back suddenly started yelling now, just absolutely shouting random incomprehensible things. Every single second that went by, he seemed to get angrier. The man was pacing, and he was waving his arms around. I was pretty much just standing there glued to the spot, absolutely terrified of this man. I didn't know what to do, and I wasn't sure if this guy was drunk high or just crazy. The girl at the cash register seemed to have been alerted to his presence as well. We had made eye contact, and she looked just as terrified as I did. We both just watched as this man then ranted, raved, and began to pace around the store. I was unsure if I should call the police or not. I was trying to be quiet as to not alert him of my presence, as I just really didn't know what he was capable of. Another few minutes went by, and this guy then started yelling and screaming until he then walked up to the front, kicked over a few things, then left the store. I watched the guy then disappear right into the night, my heart now hammering in my chest. I had genuinely thought that I was going to get attacked by this crazy man. Thankfully, he left, though, without causing too much damage. I walked up to the poor, frightened cashier and paid for my stuff. I also ended up giving her some extra cash because I felt really bad. I mean, I know she wasn't getting paid enough to deal with people like that crazy-ass man, so I just wanted to help her out. That's pretty much the end of my story, though. I don't know what happened with the man, and I don't know if he ever returned to the gas station, but I'm just really hoping that I don't encounter him again. I remember an incident that occurred to me when I was 18 years old. I'm 27 now. I was home alone and I decided I wanted a coffee from Quick Trip. It was really late at night at about 11 p.m. The Quick Trip I drove to was about a seven minute drive from my house. This wasn't an out of ordinary thing that I did. I would pretty regularly go out late to buy whatever I was craving. So I get in my car and I drive over there. I go inside and I go to fill up a coffee cup. I walk up to the glass case where they have the bakery items. Right as I am browsing, an odd looking man then approaches me. The man was balding on the top of his head and he had this brown scraggly hair. He wasn't very tall, he looked about 5 foot 6 and he looked like he was in his late 40s to early 50s. He started up a conversation with me, and I wasn't really paying him any mind. That was until he then asked me if I had ever had little people soup. I told him no, and he then proceeded to tell me exactly what it was. The man then said, My mom used to make it all the time for me. You put carrots and potatoes in a stew, then you grab your little people, then clip their toenails and shave their heads and throw them into your soup. Now, I would have normally brushed something like this off, 
But for whatever reason, I felt my blood run cold and immense fear took over me. Fight or flight then kicked in and I just knew I had to leave. An employee walks by me and I let him know that I'm totally freaking out and he asks me why. I began to reiterate what the man had told me and he just gave me a really confused look. He must have seen the fear right in my face because he told me not to worry about paying and to just get home safely. Ever since that day, I have always feared that I'll run into that creepy old man yet again, but I just really hope that never happens. The story happened to me over 10 years ago when I was 17 and living in Las Vegas. It might not be that scary to most, but it was incredibly strange for me. I had pulled into a gas station that was near my home with one of my friends. It was a pretty well-populated suburb, so it wasn't like we were alone or in any immediate danger or anything. As we were getting out, my friend Aaron spots another one of our friends then walking up. We're under the pumps and it was really well lit. As everyone is chatting, this obviously homeless man then walks up with a dolly with about 50 cases of eggs. Keep in mind, it's midsummer in Las Vegas, so it's like hot as balls outside. The homeless guy comes up and he starts asking us if we want to buy some eggs from him. Now, if this happened to me right now, I'd probably give the guy some money because obviously he's having a hard time. But I was really an asshole teenager back then. Plus, I also didn't have any cash on me, and I didn't think to get any cash back. Pretty much immediately, I'm telling him eggs are perishable and that I'm not really interested in buying some old hot eggs. Then we start questioning him. Where did you get all these eggs? Why do you have these? I'm asking more out of curiosity than anything. He just kind of sidesteps it and saying that he needs to buy his mom a prescription, and then once again asking if we want some eggs from him. My friend is now kind of laughing and generally just really confused and also still questioning him about why he thinks she's on the market for some eggs from a guy at a gas station. The man's getting a little frustrated now that no one wants to buy them and then starts to explain that he's just trying to buy his mom a birthday card. At this point, my friend who is 21 is then just standing there and asking him, Wait, I thought you were buying your mom a prescription. Which is it? Now, I'm still on the other side of the car, kind of just dumbfounded that she thought that any of the reasons this guy had for selling hot, old, obviously stolen eggs at a gas station were in any way not related to drugs. The guy's still standing there trying to explain to her some crap about it being his mom's birthday and that she's also sick. I finally cut him off and I politely tell him no thank you and that we're just really not interested in buying his eggs, then begin to walk away and go pay for gas. As this happens, she begins to talk to the other person that we knew who had walked up, and the guy with the eggs then begins to follow me towards the gas station. The guy starts telling me, You're really pretty. You have beautiful eyes. But I'm a little old for you though. And then begins telling me how he's in his 50s. I still wasn't even remotely uncomfortable or scared. I just kind of laughed it off like, Yeah, a little. I'm 17. I definitely didn't look it, but usually that puts weird dudes off a little. Even though in Nevada, you can have a relationship with someone over 16 no matter how old you are. The dude kind of laughs and he then says, I might be too old for you, but I'd give you a gumming like no man has ever before. This really took me aback. We were a considerable distance from my friends and not yet to the gas station. 
I kind of just stopped like, did anyone else just hear this? Then looking around for an escape from this conversation and just hoping my friends at least saw this happen. I've never before in my life heard some weird shit like this. I can't even remember how I got out of it and walked away, but at that moment I was really just stunned by the strangeness. I believe the whole conversation lasted a total of about 10 minutes. As I got back to my car, the man was gone. I just really couldn't begin to fathom how any of that was even real. I don't know, but it's definitely one of the creepiest experiences that I've ever had. Hopefully nothing like this happens again.